Hey there, I'm Spencer, aka Free Thrall. This is Keep Off the Borderlands. If you're a first time listener, this probably isn't the episode to start with. Basically, for a season finale, I thought I would create a Franken hack from everything that's gone before. Essentially, it's a compilation of bits that entertained me. I've spared little thought for context, continuity or coherence. The result may be something completely unlistenable. You have been warned. Engage. Hello everyone. Daddy, I talk in for everyone. Yeah? Begin after eight taps. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And make a part in about time to about not playing the and It was free through all and I heard him say, he bought my borderlands. But just sit back and let Spencer do his trick Cause you're incapable A-A-A-M's. Right, what I thought I would do here Is go back Way back Back in a time Previously, on Keep Off the Borderlands. Uh, um, now, uh, and, um, 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 uh, um, um, so, yeah, um, the, um, uh, um, uh, so, uh, now, um, it's uh but um you know yeah it's uh it's um <laughs> um and um um yeah whoops wrong file if you think of this as kind of like role play rescue except we may end up having to eat each other. So, yesterday I asked a question. Now, I say yesterday, that won't mean anything because I'm speaking to you from the past. You remember the past, don't you? When things were just as messed up as they are now, except we tend to believe that they weren't. Anyway, um, so I thought... I would do a little a little brief history of basic D&D. Hold on to your dice bags, because here we go. So let me take you back to 1974, when a guy called Gary Gygax created a game called Dungeons & Dragons. This is take two. I just tried this 
and uh, I ended up rambling, leaving out bits of information, jumping back and forth, and probably anybody listening to it who thought they understood the release of the different editions um, would probably fail an intelligence check after listening to my nonsense. So, second attempt, 1974, Dungeons and Dragons was released. It was written by Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson. And that consisted of three volumes, Men and Magic, Monsters and Treasure, and the Underworld and Wilderness Adventures. Now, over the next couple of years, uh, some supplementary material was released. Uh, Greyhawk, Blackmore, Eldritch Mystery, and So, take three. This is my third attempt. The first attempt, too waffly. Second attempt, I just wrote down some bullet points and facts, and that was too boring. So we'll lose that. Get rid of that one. Oh, sorry. Now, uh, just bear with me a moment. I'm just about to board the Arneson bus. A single ticket to Braunstein, please. Thank you. What's that? You want to know how we get to Braunstein? Oh, well, it's a bit complicated, mate, but I'll tell you. You've got a whiz down the coast, yeah, we go down 5th, along 4th, stop halfway down 3rd, continue down to the beginning of 3rd. Um, then we have to change the driver to my old mate TSR. Um, now, you know that they dug Stuart up, don't you? Just before that Greek place, Troy Denin. Yeah. Oh, it's a good job I have a mind like a cyclopedia. It all gets a bit complicated, to be frank. Mensa Drive takes in four box junctions, then it's down by Marsh. Hock, I'll be some type of expert to cook up these directions. Up Mulvey. Then those new ohms, the, the blue ohms on the three levels, yeah? It's hard back there, down Gygax Way. Then the Onsen bus drops you off at Wesley. And there, it's just a short walk to Braunstein. Uh, so, my old school essentials PDF came through. And I'm bracing myself for the clatter of jaws hitting the floor when I confess to this, but I've never actually read the original Mulvey cook rules. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm probably not qualified to say anything about this, but I can't imagine that there's a better expression of the BX rule set. Gavin Norman really struck gold with this uh, Kickstarter. But I do wonder how well he might have done had he used my idea of making it look like a collection of recipe books and calling it Cook with Moldvay. Hopefully there's enough meat here for the ravenous Rayotis. And uh, how would you uh, like your meat served, Mr. Otis? All mixed up in a bucket? Yeah, with the eggs on top.
The stakes are high, and so am I. It's free thrall. <laughs> Your old brother, Lone Star GM, calling into your show there, man. And uh, I just gotta say, I'm loving the Time Bandit stuff from Terry Gilliam. And uh, it got me thinking about the Pythons, you know, and Pythons. And I, you know, I, it's British, but it's okay. It's okay, and I, I really, I, I, I think it's, it's good comedy. It's good comedy. And there, there's a lot of... There's a lot of good stuff in there. It's, a, it's all different walks of life. They just show all different walks of life in the Pythons. So, you know, it, 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 it even appeals to some to just a Texas boy. So, you know, they got that they, they got that precision drilling bit. <laughs> they precision and military. You know, you got the military humor, the precision drilling. I'll scratch your eyes out. <laughs> it's funny stuff, man. And they got the the guy, the fella gets his wall stolen. And uh, got got your water stolen, and, and uh, he goes to go to the police officer. It's, it's got twist in. This it's funny stuff. It's funny stuff. And uh, you know they got uh that the game show blackmail, blackmail, and they them flashing up them racy photos, and you wonder what you see paying them photos up, but you never gonna know. That's kind of the it's kind of the allure there. So you never gonna know what's in them photos. And I uh, you know the. Uh, the Hungarian phrase book, man, linguistic humor, that's funny stuff. And, and you know, things that guy says, man, coming out of his mouth. And then, and then you got a little, little feller sitting there playing the organ and he's all naked. And that's just that's good stuff, man. But I, I will say this. I, I did take some issue with Life of Brian. Life of Brian, because apart from one very artistically and beautifully filmed scene... With him stepping out under the window in the in the alleyway, which I, I mean that's just a beautiful scene. I, there's no, I mean that's Graham Chapman's a man's man. He is a man's man, so man, you can get worked up over that. But uh, um, apart from that one good scene, you don't you don't want to mess around with with uh, making fun of our Lord and Savior. So you know they 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 should have stayed away from that. But you know Graham man, Graham Chapman, I'm I'm working act. So anyway. Love what you're doing, and uh, it's Lone Star Jam. Just uh, saying, I love you, brother, and keep rolling them dice. Or, you know, in your case, not rolling them dice, whatever. Hello, uh, my name is Sp- uh, Spamela, and uh, I just want to complain about the lack of female representation in your podcast. In, in this day and age, I think that. Uh, the Vietnam War should include more women. And um, uh, I want to know what you are going to do to address this issue, despite the fact that I will no longer be listening to this disgraceful podcast. Good day. I think nonsense is so important and it is undervalued. You can't have too much nonsense in your life. Jabberwocky. Twas brillig, and the slithy toads did gyre and gimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the borogoves, and momraths outgrabe. Beware the jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the jubjub bird and shun, the frumious Bandersnatch. He took his vorpal sword in hand, 
Long time the manxome foe he sought, So rested he by the tum-tum tree, And stood a while in thought. And as in uffish thought he stood, The jabberwock with eyes of flame Came whiffling through the he wood, And burbled as it came. One, two, one, two, and through and through The vorpal blade went snicker-snack. He left it dead, and with its head He went galumphing back. And hast thou slain the jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy, O frabjous day, kaloo, clay. He chortled in his joy. T'was brillig, and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wave, all mimsy were the borogoves and moan laughs out grave. Being completely perplexed in a now alien world, stumbling around trying to make sense of it all. And casting spells using Also, also uh, dealing, dealing. Also, when. Also when And as for Dave pondering about um, Colin's potential extra limbs, I'd imagine he's probably uh, listening on headphones. But even so, don't get distracted with those shears. Otherwise you could quite literally cut yourself off. Hello, my name's Manus. Careful how you say that. Manus Valua. My friends call me Manny. Or at least he did, until I killed him. <laughs> Only joking. I don't got any friends. I don't know what's wrong with people. Picky bunch of sods. I'm a Brux, which is basically, you know, rat folk. But... I ain't like those bloody country mice. I'm what you call urbane. I'm a rogue for my sins, and there's plenty of them. But, uh, tell you the truth, I'm seeking adventure. I want to see what this plantia has got to offer an humble rogue like me. Anyway, got to go. I've got a poker game lined up. You want to keep your eye on that lot. They're all up to something. That's why I got my own special extra deck. Be catching you later. No doubt you'll be hearing about my exploits at some point in the future. Ta-da! Thank you, Manny. In old school games, life is cheap. Don't be a dope. Grab your pole on a... Oh, 
Hello there. How you all doing? I'm still riding high off the fact that uh, Frofsoff referred to me as a legend. I think you probably all heard that, didn't you? And uh, I'm just having that embroidered into a nice bit of crushed velvet that I'm going to have framed and put up over the fireplace. Yeah, that'll look nice. Hey, it's Froth. I'm listening to your uh, top five movies. Uh, Chinatown. Oh, masterpiece. Never gets old. So well done. And then I just love even like Polanski's little bit rolling. Oh, hey, nosy fella. Little kitty cat, huh? You know what happens to little nosy kitty cats? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the ending. Uh, the whole thing. So great. You know, I just recently watched... Uh, is on streaming the two jakes where nicholson tried to direct a a sequel oh man it wasn't even that it's horrible it's bad but it's not so horrible but just trying to make a sequel to that no anyway enjoyed it see ya a call from uh the legendary soft spot <laughs> next up a report from our rpg expert Dr. Game. Over to you, Doctor. Thank you, Spencer. You join us here at the Institute of... No, I'm not doing that. In the middle of the earth and the land of Shire lived a little hobbit who we all... Oh, hello. How you doing? Just caught me polishing my dice there. No, not like that. Now, what was it I wanted to talk about? Oh, hold on a minute. Oh, good morning. Come in. Hope you slept well. Um, please, yes, yeah, take a seat. Take a seat. Um, now, uh, would you like tea or coffee this morning? No, no tea or coffee. Would you like tea or coffee? Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, you'd like tea with your breakfast, but coffee after? That's absolutely fine. I can do that for you. Mm -hmm. Um, the coffee, yeah, it's uh, in a cafetiere. Mm -hmm. No, like um, like a French press. Mm -hmm. One of these with the plunger on top. No, don't plunge it. Mm -hmm. It's gone everywhere. Um. Look, I'll get this cleaned up. Can I get you some toast while we're at it? Some toast. Bread, toast, toasted bread. Would you like brown or white? Brown or, or white? Brown toast or white toast? I'll get you a mixture. No mixture. You get what you're given, okay? And you'll bloody like it. And I feel that I turned my back on role playing because I felt it possibly was hampering my quest to find a dusky maiden who might let me put my hand up her jumper. Now, for those of you across the pond, 
a jumper is what we call a sweater. It's not some weird euphemism for a lady's private Benjamin. <laughs> I'm leaving that there. <laughs> Damn it, Spence, man. I'm sitting here trying to prep for my game, getting the mindset of an evil, angry villain, and you come talking about <laughs> Private Benjamin, man. And now I'm just sitting in my living room by myself <laughs> laughing like an idiot, man. So thanks for that, dude. <laughs> have a great day, man. Peace. What I should have done was posted up my five-minute unboxing of a bleeding box cutter. Now that's comedy. Boss Wallocks. Warning, if celebrating the sound of dice hitting the table and pondering the meaning of the many acronyms within your player's handbook doesn't cure that burning sensation, please see your doctor. Hey Spencer, I just got to say, Lear and Dunya proud there, mate. Super funny, <laughs> uh, and um, paranoia. Yeah, it's unique, mate. Unique. I found it to be a bloody awful game. <laughs> I, I played it. It's the only game I played. Well, um, I thought I'd be fine. I thought it sounded a bit amusing. I played it. And the geezer, the geezer I was playing with, one of the geezers I was playing with, I just wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> talk about, talk about bad player, man. My my anger management, I, I am, um, I contained it, but Jesus, oh, so so frustrating. I could not handle that game at all. If if somebody pulled it out now, that is one of the few games, I'll be like, uh, no, you're all right. Hey, Evil Jeff. Um, I've got absolutely no problem with being called Colin at all. Um, it's like getting a free upgrade. And uh, yeah, I'm certainly interested in a bit of play-by-post paranoia. But um, if you're going to involve Colin in that, please let me know in advance because I don't want him fighting his way up to the Scottish Highlands, trying to hunt me down like some Cockney Liam Neeson. Just because I gave his clone a wedgie. Yeah, I, nice of you to say so, Spencer. I do try. Um, the the trouble is, I know that if I go to drive through, and even um, you know, pick up a a, uh, a pay what you want product like that, I'll end up mooching about the other stuff. Of I know. I've got <laughs> I've got a bunch of stuff I think on a wish list. I've got some stuff in my car over there and I know if I go anywhere near drive through I'm just going to cave in. So um yeah, I've just got to hold myself back and keep away from it. Uh, and your message I <laughs> I heard uh I think it was Joe calling in about me coming to track you down in the Highlands. Funny thing is I am um, I've actually got some contacts up there, some old buddies from um, their special forces. <laughs> well, thanks, Colin. Spike Pit Green there. That's got to be one of the most unsettling laughs I've ever heard. And uh, I'm not sure you'd have to call in the SAS to take me down. 
I think the uh, Keystone Cop should be able to pull it off. And Colin Spike Pit Green there. Really appreciate the support. Thanks for cheering me on. But uh, I think that skirt's a, a little bit on the short side. I can see your pom-poms. Hey, Spencer, it's Liren again. Okay, are you just teasing me talking about men wearing skirts and all? You better knock that off me. Hey, Liren, men wearing skirts? I live in the Scottish Highlands. What else would I be talking about? I wasn't sure whether to put this up or not, but, you know, it's something, isn't it? <laughs> What do you people want from me? You know, I've had a, a few wobbles here and there. And yes, it may feel like a foolish thing to have attempted. <laughs> I could go on and on about my love for the Anchorite community and how certainly for me it just takes social media to another level with just the, the ability to record and express yourself and there's just something about that that allows people's authenticity to come through that doesn't that doesn't always come across in text and I think it adds a level of empathy and also I think that that impulse to instantly respond. You're listening to something and then you get time to sort of reflect on it before you can respond. And I think that uh, really adds something to the quality of the back and forth. Anchor is being a real pain in the... I've just realised this probably isn't really about RPGs at all. Well, no, actually, oh, it is. I certainly feel a lot more comfortable doing these. That's all good. Although, you know, I do enjoy the editing process and playing around with stuff. So, oof, at the end, at last. Congratulations on another podcast. Keep them coming, keep them coming, keep them coming. Well, I think that's quite enough of that. I was intending to do a bit more, but <laughs> don't want to make you suffer any more than necessary. That's the end of season one. Um, yeah, it's been a blast. If you're confused by any of that, if you don't recognise any of the voices, I would usually credit everyone, and you'll find all that in the show notes. Also, you'll find the, the anchor link, which will allow you to leave me a message you can also contact me at spencer.freethrall at gmail.com special thanks to TJ Drennan for the opening theme and uh, just a big thanks to everybody that's bothered to listen to me prattle on everybody that's called in and everybody that's contributed to the show over the season many many thanks tune in next time for season 2 keep off the borderlands
regular programming will resume shortly. What do you want to talk about? I want 